I had to jump out the window, yeah. I'd die, and I'd get reincarnated at an Oasis gig, and I'd come out on stage as Jesus to live forever. <laughs> and he would egg me on about the Jesus stuff as well. He'd be like, yeah, you are Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Before we jump into this episode, I need to tell you that this is a part two. So this is me telling you it is a part two. So that means there is a part one and you might want to listen to that part first if you like to do things chronologically. The first part is episode one titled You're Going to Hell for That Watch. Ambiguous title, but I suppose if you want to unpack that, you'll have to listen to the episode. It's not a one hour rant of snobbery towards watches or any kind of watch fashion in any way so if you are wearing a watch please don't be put off besides that just a quick thanks to those who've listened so far and if you're listening right now this podcast is starting from nothing so i'm sort of surprised at how many people have listened already anyway this episode is called pot noodles and suicide act three then do you know the okay you got the act so at this point you're just right. coming out of the sleep cool. induced by an injection That's in the it. ass. Yeah. Next part of the story is my time in hospital. Yeah. So after you, after you've I woke up. Slept. So I woke, I woke some up slept. and and I realised I was in hospital. And yeah, I'm sectioned basically. Um. So yeah, at this point in my head, God's like, basically, mate. All right, you're the Messiah. Sorry, I fucked with you. That what's going to happen now is just ride it out, boy. So what's going to happen is. You, you are the new Jesus and that. And from now on, just play it cool. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to write the new Bible together. Yeah. And you've got to play it cool. Well, you've got him like on an instant messenger on your laptop. Well, God. Oh, yeah. God's in my head. Like, yeah. you talk, so, but like, how are you going to write it together though? So like you, collaborating on Google I'm, Drive. I'm writing yeah. in my... <laughs> one new request, God. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, cool, well, I'm writing God. it, but he's in my head. Yeah, I'll explain what it's like with them in your head. So it, it wasn't a voice, but it is a voice, but not like a vocal voice. It's like, it's always there. Like, it'll move my hands. It'll move my eyes. It will it will nod. It will... And at this point, it was driving everything I did. It was like, God says to do this. God says to do that. God says to do that. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't a voice. It wasn't It wasn't a vocal voice, but it was like... So what's a voice that's not vocal? It's like a... It's really it's hard just, This is very hard to explain. It's just but, there. Did you have vocal voices or was it... A, Mm, not really. It's kind of like it's talking to me in my head, but not loud. It's like you know when you think part, to it, was it a part of you? It completely inside me and everything yeah. I did. Do you know like you know like when you think of something, yeah. you f- talk, think in your head of something. It's like that in your head. Yeah. So it was a voice. It was completely inside me and guiding me and everything I did. So he basically said, "We're going to write a new Bible together. I'm going to teach you about the world and all these like inequalities and how to sort it out and what we need to do." Yeah. So by your time, you've been sectioned because it looks like you're crazy, mate, yeah. but you're actually Jesus. You've just got to play it cool. Play it cool. No more stunts like jumping out the window because y- yeah. you know what I'm... not playing it cool, is it? No. <laughs> I mean, I didn't deny I was Jesus, but I played it cool. Just like, no more stunts. He was just like, yeah. let's ride it out. But, uh, but yeah, so in reality, yeah, I was in hospital and I was sectioned. And yeah, I was going around being like, yeah, I'm fucking Jesus. Like when I go to doctors, they'd be like, "So what's up, mate?" And I'd go in. I'd, I'd go in. So we'll get to when I re- when I was like, "I want to leave now." But at the yeah. beginning, I had nothing to lose, I, and I and I thought everything. So you weren't having a bad time. Having a great time. Yeah. Again, 
all of this has been great. This has been a positive buzz. It's Even all the pinning felt down good. The pinning down was the only moment yeah, so, when I was so when far. I was uh, yeah. So the only moment that was negative, but it was yeah. a necessary evil. Exactly. Think, yeah. The only thing that really frustrated me is when I could hear the spaceship. I thought right. I could hear the spaceship. What did it sound like? It's like yeah. <laughs> that was horrible. But I must. You saw it. Yeah. You saw the spaceship. I, I must. Yeah. What's it come like? down? It's just a classic spaceship. Like uh, flying was, saucer. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah. But and in hindsight, you might think, oh, but you've re- you've really upset your family. They, you know, they, they're yeah, scared yeah. about you in hospital. Yeah. But in my head, everything was going to plan for God, and he yeah. he was in charge. It's all part. Of and he said game. this was all part of it. They're okay. They're they're fine. This is all part of the greater scheme. So you know, in they'll t- come round. Yeah. So you know, yeah. this is all like positive. This is all yeah. feeling good. This these are really good days, man. This is fucking good. But um, yeah. So I'd go to doctors and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking Jesus, giving it all that. And I'd like come in and they'd be like, right, you think he's like, yep, I think I'm Jesus, mate. And like, right, right, okay. And I'm like, yep, Jesus. Like, very cool. So, to everything they asked you, you're yeah. like, yeah. And yeah, I, I, I do that at first to obviously to like the people, which we'll get on to, I guess, next is the other people there. But then obviously, after a while, I just stopped doing it because it's just tiresome because yeah. it's still you. I must explain, this was me, but very heightened. And I was like, oh, I don't want to keep going about being Jesus. It's a bit tiresome, isn't it? And, you know, and it's a bit annoying yeah. for them and it's like being a dead horse exactly yeah you know so i did kind of like obviously everyone knew i thought it was jesus and that was my thing yeah but i didn't go on about it they got a picture yeah yeah so hospital what is mental hospital like basically should i say yeah yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well what was it like for you so yeah so i must say for the first first few weeks how long were you in there in total, I was in there for six or seven weeks. Yeah. Should have been longer. So at first, yeah, I so I made friends with the younger people got on more with. So there was like, names, lovely girls called Emma and Clarissa. Yeah. So you had a bit of com- comradery. Yeah, yeah. Them. So they were there for, for different reasons. Um, That's, so they weren't Jesus. They weren't Jesus. I'll, I'll leave whatever their things are, but they were there for different reasons. Yeah. Um, but they weren't manic like me. Um, but I got on with them really well. They're lovely. We'd like do art together in the... the um, just hang out and it was just nice to have someone on the same level yeah there's another good good dude called dan he's bloody he was bloody mental um he was mad um his thing was that he ate apparently he had all these crystal stories of like doing crystal meth or something but apparently he had like an allergic reaction to a blueberry and it made him go proper mad so he was like dribbling the whole time yeah he was he was a character dan was good to have but he was mad like he and he would egg me on about the jesus stuff as well he'd be like yeah you are jesus (laughs) (laughs) But he was fun. He he like he's a bit. He loves like video games and stuff. So we we play like some video games. Oh, he has some video games in there. Yeah. So yeah, I'll go through the setup as well. So yeah, you did. Um, there was a garden. So was yeah. Oh yeah, I'll go for it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So like Dan, Clarissa, and Emma. They're people my age. Yeah. Who else? Also met Miriam. She's a lovely lady. Yeah. Older than me. We got on very well. And none of these people are going to hell. They're all no. They're all good. Yeah. So I got on with, like. Yeah, I can't remember, but they were like probably like the closest people there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the setup of the hospital. So you had your dorms, like where you slept. So I had my own bedroom. Yeah. As we said with the ensuite. Yeah. NHS, okay. then the ensuite. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shower didn't work though. Um and yeah, it's a mixed it was a mixed hospital place, but um so you had your corridor for like male bedrooms and female. And then the communal area, what it was was so it was a big area with sofas and a TV yeah. and like a table. And then there was like a see-through kind of like office where like the um, nurses and stuff would watch you all the time. 
just a couple of them would be in there at all times. So you'd basically yeah. the communal areas they're were all the same, aren't they? Exactly. They all look, yeah, yeah, that's what they had. Exactly. Yeah. So the, and they and then there was like next to that there was a dining area where they had lunch and dinner. Yeah. And then there were two rooms. There was one activity room with tables. Is it cafeteria? Was there? No, nah, the cafeteria was like the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. kitchen area. Well, did they have like um, people serving the food? What was the food like? Food was actually because I was so buzzed, it felt quite nice. Yeah. I just put a lot of salt on it. Yeah. <laughs> it was all right, man. It was it wasn't too bad. I mean, in hindsight, it probably weren't, but I mean, it was hot food. Yeah, it was nice. To be honest, man. I mean, I look forward to it. Um, well, so there was so there's an activity room where like with big tables where you could and they had board games, art equipment. We had a running machine and one computer. Yeah, and then there was one other room. What was the running machine for? It wasn't to power the computer, was it? No, sorry, no. it was a bike. <laughs> 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 no, it was actually an ex- exercise bike. Okay. But I mean, but, only like one woman used that. It was a bit like shouty and not very nice. Um, okay. well, I don't want to bring her into this, but she was like the only person that ever used it. <laughs> yeah. oh, I guess we shouldn't I judge mean, people. Why, that yeah, like, why are you like, using the exercise bike? Just chill out, mate. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then there was one other small room, had a sofa and another computer. And those were the rooms, basically, where yeah, you hung out. Sounds all right. So it was all right. It really needed more computers, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Because you couldn't really like use your laptop in your room because you weren't allowed a cable yeah and also like it's nice to be with everyone and be communal i would say it obviously it's not going to happen but if 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 we could give more money to mental health stuff and i I would say more rooms bigger activity rooms more of them because there was only that one room with the exercise bike and then that other small room and there was a lot relatively quite a lot of people and it say you're not getting say you don't get on with someone in one room which is probably going to happen because it was very as we're going to quite a disrupted place you've only got the other small room to go into and then the other room and that's it all your other rooms so it needs more spaces but that's not gonna happen is it but i i would campaign i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make a campaign yeah. <laughs> more campaigns, <for> you. <laughs> more campaigns. Yeah. but um yeah i would say there definitely needs to be more activity rooms but general day-to-day life was all right you know did you what was it like what, did you have anything to hope for? What was keeping you going? Well, obviously, eternal happiness in heaven was, weren't too bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in general, there was a big garden. In general, so what was it like? So a lot of people end up feeling really hopeless in that situation, I know. It, in So it was a bit like Big Brother. Yeah. Because it was all yeah. these people together. And you just all And you watched. get on with some. Yeah, it was, it was like Big Brother. Um, and it was quite dramatic, you know, at times, like someone tried to kill themselves very like openly in the main area how they hung themselves and their eyes popped out and shit and oh wow you know and everyone saw it you know and a very disruptive pace a lot of screaming shouting a lot of people were in their own world man like just walking around talking to themselves wouldn't interact with people um this one guy he would just go he was proper i don't know what he's gone he'd just go may i have another cigarette please yeah. He was called like Philip. He was. Can I say that? Is it all right to talk about? Yeah, there's loads of people called Philip, isn't it? I'm not going to see it about what his case was, but he was very local, and people get pissed off at him. It's a mad place. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. chaos. God, isn't it's ca- it? Yeah, it's yeah. mad. So when I was in there, like the first thing I tried to do after I'd woken up from being sedated from some drugs was um, got to get out of here. Yeah, I got stuff to do. <laughs> this is slowing me down. Yeah. So I tried to make the place riot. <laughs> and um i went round to every single person i could find who was staying there and um said like in five minutes let's all start kicking off so yeah. i'm gonna rip up all their leaflets <laughs> i'm gonna get into the manager's office yeah and all this and then yeah i sort of kicked off a bit and was like well, you gotta let me out 
Yeah. You've got to give me a good reason why you're keeping me here. I, I don't accept this. I'm, yeah. I'm not crazy. Was it? Was your section? Was it your se- your section? Oh yeah, yeah, sectioned hard. Yeah. So I got into the <laughs> ma- manager's office and I was like, I'm not leaving uh, until you, yeah, until you tell give me one good reason why you're keeping me here because I'm, I'm not crazy. And then they just that put, sounds a bit crazy, they, mate. Yeah, they put me on a higher section for that. So I found out I had to sort of play their game and just act normal. Yeah. So, because when you try and convince people you're not crazy, you end up looking more crazy. <laughs> no, absolutely. But there's this one, this one girl who I talked to a little bit, and there she, um, she was nice to me, and I had like conversations with her, and then I found out a few days later that she'd, um, she'd put a couple of members of the staff in hospital. Yeah. Fuck man. But you know. She was there, fucking hell, boy. Well, I, yeah. I wouldn't say, yeah, well, what, what, who knows what those people said to her. Yeah, you know? that's true. She might have slagged her off, slagged off her hair. Yeah, I mean, it's not a situation <laughs> where people sh- sh- can be judged. No, it's think, true. You know? It's true. It's like when they put animals in zoos and then they say that people can learn about animals by going to zoos, but actually you just learn about animals that are in zoos rather than animals, you know? Yeah. Because David Attenborough, when he's trying mm-hmm. to teach people about animals he goes to the animals rather than a zoo you know yeah they act differently in exactly. a zoo and then there's zoocosis that's exactly. the thing oh that's yeah okay. animals go no, crazy in zoos well mm. obviously they start acting differently man. to how they exactly. would in the wild exactly. And, exactly. you know all a mental hospital is is a bigger version of that yeah it's like prison <laughs> yeah it's definitely <laughs> it's got some prison. similarities to prison definitely yeah i'm yeah i mean in general i remember talking to like this this he was a good lad older bloke who'd been to prison and he said I think he said you know it was very similar or even like this was sometimes tougher because in prison you get your own space you know like and and you know when you're getting out when you're in prison yeah well the thing about the thing about prison is you know where you stand like with people yeah whereas here you you don't know where you stand and he did say prison in some ways is a lot better man because it's prison but everyone you've got something to look forward to you've got voices in your head you've got like crazy shit going on you know um, so yeah but yeah in general so yeah the first few weeks all good happy just buzzed to be Jesus yeah. looking forward to a life of I thought I was going to become like a big star like do comedy I was going to do stand up and, yeah. and travel the world and go to heaven you can still do that can you hopefully yeah. Yeah. yeah but so everything was looking good it got to about a month in and I was like I just want to get out now because I do and also though Dan was still around but Emma and Clarissa. Maybe your body's in there. Yeah. So I mean, they, also Miriam, she was so lovely. Got, but they of them got out. So Clarissa got out. This yeah. was quite fucked up I was talking about. Like, Emma got moved to another, against her will, to another hospital. Yeah. Was, and we all tried to, like, stop her getting out. And then we, we said we're not going to let her go. But they took her. So it was just, like, me, Dan, and, like, Miriam and a few others. And when you're in there for, like, it was, like, then maybe got to five weeks. And I was like... And when you're really locked in and you can't... You know, you're just sharing one computer with yeah. people. You're caged. Imagine not leaving like a relatively small space for five weeks. I was like, I just want to go home. I want to be in my bed. I want to be in my TV. But in my TV, sorry. I want to watch my TV. I want to maybe see my friends. You know, now that I'm not. Did none of your friends want to come and see you then, or what? I think. Yeah, I, I yeah. Did Did you ask? Them I think I spoke to like a few about maybe visiting, but I think they didn't want it. I don't think it was the right thing. To do. It was. I, I don't know what would have been like. My sister. My mum came quite a lot. Yeah. And, and um, what was it like for your mum then? Yeah, I don't know. Probably not too fun. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to see my mum at first because I was like, because I thought she, because she wouldn't agree that I was Messiah, obviously. Yeah. So I was pissed off at her. 
Yeah. Obviously. It's understandable, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which Mary wasn't was nice, but um yeah, I also, you know, when I'd, I'd thought all my like family were in hell as well. Like when I when yeah. I was going through the future things, I thought they'd all gone to hell, which was quite trippy. <laughs> but I mean, it was all a bit fucked. But um, yeah, so I did eventually. as was a turning point. I saw my mum, which was nice. So and with all those green lights, you know, I just wanted to get out. So yeah. So I, did you try I, and get out? I, there was. Oh, I could, yeah, I tried to escape at one point. But what happened yeah. was, um, so I had a plan to escape. Yeah, because I was like, I'm sick of this. So what I did was I packed a bag. I talked to a mate. There. He packed a bag. I talked yeah. to a mate there. This guy. He told me. Was told it me a bindle again? <laughs> yeah, bindle again. Another bindle moment. And he gave me like a bus pass, and he told me told me um what bus to get because I didn't know where the fuck I was. Yeah. And packed my bag. And what I what you do is the the routine is in the morning you have your meds. You wake up. Yeah, you no, go to bed. Remember. Yeah, yeah. You wake up to you... the sound of medication. Exactly. And yeah, when you when you go to bed, you all have your meds. Yeah. And then you go to bed. And you have to ha- everyone has to have their meds. And then you go to bed. And so what I was waiting for is have my meds. And then when everyone's gone to bed, my plan was to set off the alarm because there's lots of alarms and they release the fire exit. And so what I was going to do is, because I'd already done this bef- before, like someone went out the fire exit and I followed them. But I didn't actually, I actually got out, but I didn't run away, but they thought I was running away. And I came back in. So I worked out how to do it because I'd been out. I was at the front of the hospital at one point because I was like, how the f- I just following someone out. Yeah. And so I worked out how to do it. Packed my bag, yeah. all ready to do it. I wasn't going to piss you out because like, honestly, I felt I was Jesus. Honestly, it was, I had done madder stuff than this. Yeah. And well, yeah. all ready to go. I take my meds. And as you know, meds make you really tired, especially if you're having quite a lot at a hospital. So I felt really drowsy and I had my bag and I just fell asleep and it didn't happen. Like, and uh, that was it. Like I was meant to do it, but I just fell asleep because I got knocked out by the meds. And then the next day, God was just like, yeah, just leave it, mate. And I was like, all right, yeah. So you're kind of, you've, you've got God's ear in a way. Yeah. He was He's sort of giving you advice. He was just like, still. yeah. There was, an, there was also another weird point where, um, this is quite funny. Um, I thought I was going to wake up. I thought basically I thought I was going to go to bed and like the other times before I time travelled I thought I was going to basically die yeah. and then come back to life but for me it would be like I haven't gone anywhere so this was a bit scary because I thought my family was going to think I was dead well I'd be dead but they wouldn't know I was going to come back I wasn't going to kill myself oh shit no I was yeah sorry <laughs> I forgot about that <laughs> no yeah basically the plan was I was meant to this is so rid- this is so ridiculous but you, you can obviously see how this is all part of my head making these ideas so what I thought I had to do was I had to jump out the window. Yeah. I'd die and I'd get reincarnated at an Oasis gig and I'd come out on stage as Jesus to live forever. And in my head, I thought I was... I basically had to run out, go down the window and I'd die. And I did skydiving before and I thought it was preparation for it. Yeah. So I thought I'd have to fly out, I'd die and I'd come back to life reincarnated at an Oasis concert and they'd be reunited and I'd come out to live forever and everyone would be like, way the Messiah. Yeah. But you can't open the windows there. Yeah, that's and the problem. This is something really, really important. Actually, I should, should have said because I had no doubt in my mind that if I jumped out that window, I was not going to die. I was going to be reincarnated. Mm. If I could have opened the window, I probably would have jumped. And yeah, I guess that's why they locked. The and that's why they locked the window. <laughs> but I mean, as we'll get onto, I was let out while I still thought I was Jesus. And so I needed to be there longer, but because there weren't enough beds, which we'll get to, I. I was at home thinking I was Jesus. So, you know, so I could have... had you were at home? No, no, no. Later when I get lo- let out. Okay. Well, we're skipping around here. Sorry, sorry, it's sorry. Fiction, yeah, yeah, it? sorry. But yeah, what I'm saying is, if if they'd kicked me out, as they kicked me out earlier, as they did, yeah. so we would get to. They kicked I you out? 
we'll get to that but they when i got when <laughs> you I, wanted to leave yeah we'll get to that yeah but i'm just saying they let me out too early and okay. i still thought it was jesus and what if i had done that stunt at home and died you know it was really yeah. it was in hindsight it was good that i was sectioned and it was good that those windows were, were blocked and we like there should be much we'll get to this sorry but there should be much more beds because what if I jumped out that window at home? So do you think that you you were let out because there wasn't enough beds? Yeah, that's what happened. I'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. They, they said that to you. Yeah, yeah. This guy came in that was nutter and they were like, you're going, you're taking uh, He was bed. a nutter. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But he was we'll a star for what? <laughs> no, he was, a, he was a patient. We'll get, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, what I'm saying is if I could have opened the window, I would have probably died. Do you know what I mean? It was high up. Yeah. So I'm just saying. That's why they locked the windows. And that's good. Anyway, so it's good I did that. And then another time I thought I was going to wake up dead and I made like a playlist on my funeral of Robbie Williams songs. <laughs> Robbie Williams songs. <laughs> my funeral. Um, a whole playlist. Yeah, it was like... You, no, it was like you're Robbie Williams fan or what? I am a big Robbie Williams fan. I thought you said you were strictly rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, but I do like a few Robbie tracks. Um, I think it was like She's the One into let me entertain you into angels was my funeral so you wanted to play let me entertain you at your funeral (laughs) yeah basically does that does that work as a funeral song in hindsight that's the thing my my mind went right mate so they're they're bringing down the coffin down the aisle and says let me entertain you (laughs) blaring but yeah that was the point because i like entertaining um so people are supposed to be entertained by you you're dead <laughs> weren't thinking straight mate you're just trying to make it a fun I was funeral just trying to make it a fun you're trying funeral. to put the fun in funeral yeah, yeah I was yeah. Um, fair enough that's nice but yeah but so yeah as I said after about five weeks I was like I've had enough so I did start saying to the doctors now I no longer think I'm Jesus I was like um, and obviously they didn't really believe me were you did you believe that you weren't I believed you I was Jesus but God was telling me you've got to pretend you're not so yeah. you can get out and go home mm. It's a smart guy. He's a, he's yeah. a fuck around. Yeah. And um, so what I did was I'd be like, yeah, I don't actually think I'm Jesus anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in general, really, I was more chilled out now. Wasn't yeah. putting many stunts. Obviously quite vocal and loud. But um, but anyway, I was like, I want to get out of here. Yeah, and you did. So what happened was six weeks or seven weeks in, this guy comes in. Yeah. A bit like me, where someone comes in and they're really, a, really a patient. Yeah, patient. Yeah. And he's really, really, and he's a big lad. He was a big lad and he was really kicking off, like smashing, not like really knocking on doors. Yeah. He was a big lad, like really big. Yeah. He was, you were scared? He was a big what? fucker. I wasn't scared, but they were like, right, he needs a bed. Yeah. And so they're like, Luke, you're relatively chilled at the minute and you claim you're not Jesus. <laughs> it wasn't really that, but they knew I was, they knew I was still Jesus, but they, they, they I was relatively so they chilled. Did a deal. They so did they were like, well, you. no, they just said, you want to go home. We, you can go home because this guy needs your room. So I was right. like, okay. So that was it. That evening, I had to pack my oh, stuff. So you didn't even get like an assessment where they were like, he's not crazy anymore. We can let him go. No, that's oh, how bad it is, is man. That, is that and in the guidelines? Or? I still, and I, as we'll get into, I stayed thinking I was Jesus for another like two months. Yeah. You know, and they kicked me out because there's not enough beds. So like fucking Theresa May, you bloody bitch. Can we be liable or whatever? Is this, can this be political? No, no. Well, Sonny allegedly. Okay. She's only allegedly a bitch. Well, allegedly, when you make these cuts to, you know, to the NHS... Well, she didn't even start it, did she? Yes. All right. So basically, that's... all conservative type people. Yeah. When you think it's all right to cut NHS and stuff, it actually leaves people who are very mentally unwell. Yeah. You're not just not fucking with people, you're fucking with Jesus. You're, yeah, you're fucking yeah. with Jesus, man. And that's so, not, that's not good. Yeah, your reality is you're, you're basically letting people who are very unwell mentally 
not be looked after properly because there's yeah. not enough and potentially leads to some really horrible circumstances so sort it out stop cutting it <clears throat> like it's not on you bloody yeah. bitch yeah. <laughs> but anyway so that was really bad um yeah so got home and chilled out i, I was like you were, you're, so you're i was with my family house. now mom's yeah, house. yeah so i said to them i didn't think i was jesus anymore but obviously they think something was a bit up but you were still in your head in my head i was yeah. so now i was chilled so i wasn't putting, putting any a, yeah. like an act in a way yeah i wasn't yeah. putting any stunts because i knew i didn't want to go back to hospital so people would come from hospital relatively weekly check up on me yeah um and, and you were still, yeah, no, I'm not Jesus. So. Uh, yeah, I was like, no, yeah. I'm not Jesus. I remember Dr. Ahmed came to my house as well. And he like, oh, really? Yeah, and the I remember... The good Ahmed or the bad, bad Ahmed? Ahmed? And oh, I remember right. now that I was like... And you let him in. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I remember now that Did you I... make him a tea and like spit <sighs> in it or anything? <laughs> Should have done. I remember now that I wasn't acclaiming, he was. He acted more like friendly. Yeah. He was like, okay, okay, good lad. Like as if like... Now I'm is an acceptable person because or... I'm not mental. Genuinely. Is it patronising? patronising but kind of being like yeah now I can talk to you because you're claiming not Jesus whereas I couldn't talk to you when you were mentally ill um, yeah so I was just at home so this continued I was talking to God in my head and stuff what, so, what were you doing day to day? So day to day I'd write the Bible does anyone else know that you're writing the Bible other nah, than God? no no I'd, I, knew, I knew my like, family knew I was on the laptop and stuff I would kind of cut myself off from my family a bit in the yeah. house because you're just becoming a bit withdrawn. Yeah, withdrawn, yeah. definitely withdrawn. I tr- I went to a gig with my friends, and I didn't really talk much, and I didn't know what to do because it's yeah. it was really tough. And I went to see this. Well, I really liked this band called Peace. And I had to leave early because you know it's just like this is too fucked. You know, I'm. It's just weird. It's really hard to think you're Jesus and then talk to your friends normally. Yeah, doesn't really work. And your family, it works when you are very confident that you are Jesus and you're vocal about it. Yeah. And then it doesn't work because they think you're being a dick. Well, not being a dick. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. That's like a stigma. But you're sometimes <laughs> acting like a dick. Um, But, you know, you're actually, you know, but when it's you're pretending to be normal, it doesn't work. So I was very withdrawn, just writing. Just coming down, is it? It was still a high. Yeah. But now I was gradually, gradually starting to get a bit anxious about it not being true. So he'd have to reassure me. I'd go to like the radio and when you go in front of the signal, the radio fucks up. And I thought he was doing that just to say he was God, stuff like that. He'd play with my contact lenses, make them, I don't know how it happened, but they sometimes hurt and they're not hurt. And he did that. I don't know how that happened still. That is a bit weird. And the lights and stuff. So it was kind of still high, but kind of now definitely not as high as it was and questioning it a bit. So you were questioning it. Yeah. What what sort of questions? Well, I was just like, is this really true, man? Yeah. But obviously still basically believing it. Yeah. I would say one last thing about hospital, which was really good, was occupational therapists. Yeah. They were really friendly people, but do you know what it was? It was just nice to, to break up, to give you something to look, do. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because when you're doing nothing, apart from not much to do, but watch TV, it's really good to have an activity. And they're really lovely people. They'd be jewellery making... So I'd say that's a really good thing which should continue, hopefully, more. Yeah. Like stuff, activities to do with people in hospital. Yeah, people need that. Yeah. Definitely. Activities need, to do needs, in hospital and outside And that you need something yeah. to do, man, because in there it's... It's not like Big Brother where they give them all these like cheeky tasks yeah, to challenges. do. Challenges. You get all these challenges. Yeah. I wish they give and us... Cause, you can always go and talk to Big Brother. And I well, can talk to Big Brother. In hospital. You know, not, there's not that. Yeah. They get all these... Big Brother are like, oh yeah, it's just well shit, we're locked up. But like, 
you get to do all these you, you've got always yeah. got something entertaining going on because they make all these stunts I had yeah. nothing mm. so it was I'd say that was really good the nurses I don't know man I think they got on with the cleaners better yeah got on with the cleaners better they're more down to earth and friendly yeah you know like, they don't have all these have a laugh with to them. judge you no they would just like they'd have a laugh with you and yeah. they'd stop for a chat so when they clean my room we'd have a nice chat you know and they already had, had out for a laugh there was like one I think one quite lovely nurse Irish lady I mean they weren't bad the nurses I didn't they weren't like no Ahmed but I mean they didn't I would have to say they didn't I don't want to slag them off they didn't really make an effort to really socialise with you that much outside yeah, they of they've got stuff to do though I guess haven't they or what I don't know man maybe yeah. but, the, but but one some would find the time to sit with you and have a chat that's the main thing you should be doing but yeah they would, nah, they would just chat just chats themselves in their little booth, you know, laughing about in jokes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but you know what I mean? Like, they'd get on with each other. There wasn't, they didn't really break the wall yeah. into. There was a division between you and. The there was, there was a division, yeah. We, yeah. All, all of us said this, all the patients we were like, the people who really help you here are the, the patients. The patients yeah. help the patients. The that's nurses, how I felt. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what ev- everyone feels that. Yeah. Well, not sorry, not saying you're like everyone. Yeah. Well, no, it's true. <laughs> no, yeah. but it's true. Yeah, everyone yeah. will say, if you talk to anyone who's been sectioned yeah. for like a long amount of time, they're like, the people that will help you and talk to you and get you through it and be your comrades in a sense. Yeah, because you can the, relate to them. They're in the same situation as you. Exactly. It brings you together, doesn't it? Yeah. They are the people. You're I on mean, the same side. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, there are some nurses that do make that step, but generally most didn't make that step. And um, that is definitely a, a big, I, yeah, definitely. So we, we're we out of act two again. Anyway, oh, back to right, anyway, so, anyway, that was hospital. So yeah, at home, need to just stop doing Pulp Fiction, these type stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it was getting to the end of thinking I was Jesus. Yeah. And what what he said was going to happen was there was going to be a big, like you know, like I basically not he said nine eleven was him. He said was it? Now? Yeah, he said nine eleven well, was God. <laughs> Apparently nine eleven was God because it's like the numbers nine one one. Well, who else could it have been? Had to be God. Yeah. Because apparently the letters nine one they know like nine one one is the American yeah. phone. Well, it's, that's what they that's the, yeah, they did do that on purpose, didn't they? Yeah, I that guess was like, like, like getting it now. It's oh, pretty clever, they? though, wasn't oh, it? That's yeah. pretty, of course well, they did. Oh, well, I thought, yeah, and I thought it was kind of because we were prioritising, you know, American emergencies like 911 over yeah. the third world, etc. Oh, okay. So what I thought was going to happen, big stunt like that in London mm. on the 17th of March. What, like a 9-11 stuff? Like thing. a 9-11. Yeah. yeah. Which was my dad's birthday. So yeah, this event didn't happen I'd also I was also say before we leave the mental stuff I also I mainly well not that mental but their mental mental stuff um, I did talk to my dad a lot in my head which was yeah. but not as much as I did God and stuff I did a bit but but that was really that was nice because yeah, I never I didn't really I, ha- I wish I had a less awkward relationship with my dad you know before he died and it was really nice in my head when I was talking to my dad we had like a jokey relationship and it was nice and friendly and that was really nice to have so as I thought it was his birthday 17th of March this big event of yeah. reckoning and wrath. Did you not try and warn people about that? Well, yeah, I said this throughout hospital as well. I was like, this is going to happen on this date, blah, blah, blah. And no one And it basically, yeah, exactly. I kept trying to warn them. But yeah. anyway, it didn't happen on the 17th. And so this was the moment of the turning point from, and this is a good act change because this is from all the good mental stuff. So we got act four. Yeah. So this is like the end of all the good mental stuff to like the fucking bad stuff. But like basically the event didn't happen. Yeah. And I was a bit like, oh no. Right, what's happened here? And then I said to God, what's going on? Like you yeah. said it was going to happen. You stood me up. And like, yeah, exactly. And yeah. I've been waiting for this 
for for weeks now he'd been he was like which was quite nice he was like look 17 March is going to happen just chill out till then didn't yeah. happen I think he said something like oh no no we'll do it next week and I was just like no I don't believe you mate and then it clicked and I went to my mum I was like I've got to admit I thought I was Jesus still this whole time and I was like I don't believe it anymore and she was like okay and that was it from then on didn't believe I was Jesus and all the world of bad mental illness started (laughs) (laughs) so should we go into act four this is good, yeah, this is going to be a long podcast, podcast isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's good to really do this in depth, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could good, even yeah. break this no into else, episodes. Who else is doing it? Who else is Who doing else it is in doing really it? depth? Yeah. Who's got, like... No one. Who's got no the one. effort to yeah. time... That's, free that's time my, to go for thing, it. yeah. Yeah. We've got too much time, <laughs> apparently. Exactly. So, we'll really go into depth, and maybe we can split this into episodes, or... Um, yeah, just give them a four hours. really big. But this this might look like the ramblings of a maniac. Four hours of talk. Well, no, no one's going to judge you, are they? They're not going to be like you. Nah, but it is a big story, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, this is, you know podcasts. Are it a could new be into medium. chapters. It's like an audio book. It's like the first epic of podcasts. Yeah, like, but it could be like, like Spartacus was like the first yeah. film epic. We could break it into acts. We that's what we've done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Except now you've got four facts. <laughs> but then we could have like right. This is that one like. With the times, oh, fuck no, with, yeah, whatever, we'll work it out. People just press play, they don't have to, like, mm. skip to the next chapter. Find a way. We'll work it out. Yeah. Right, should we do the next act? So, act four. What act is it? It's act four. You're out of hospital. I'm out of hospital. At home. I've realised I'm not Jesus. Yeah. So, I've now spent three and a half months. Which what's, is, it, what's it like thinking, one minute you're Jesus and then coming out of that? It's really uh, bad. Yeah. It's not good. Because it's, you know, you, you think all your dreams are going to come true when you're... That's what... The way I described the manifest, I think, with you, hmm. is it's like... Um, what it is, is for me, it was like all your ultimate dreams come true. Yeah. It wasn't being G... Obviously, it's pretty cool being Jesus. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. But it, it's not that. It's because, you know, like I thought certain romantic interests would now come true be with them forever in heaven but it's like every, you can do everything you want and I thought I was going to travel the world as well as romantic things going well with whatever but it's just anything you want that's the thing it's like God can I have this he'd be like yeah man Any, anything you want and I thought all my dreams for my family and friends would come true anything they'd want so know? is it like these things aren't happening so yeah. there must be that's exactly the way I in my experience of the psychotic episode or going psych psychosis as that was called your brain's just like you know what I've had enough Luke you can have all your dreams fuck it be Jesus as well like you can have it but it is annoying because it's a short term solution this the way we've evolved or with mental how it works I guess what it is it's a protection mechanism of when you have these really bad experiences and stresses and it gets too much and your brain's just like you know what You, you, you had enough why don't you feel really good and fuck it why don't you feel really good why don't you have all your dreams and become Jesus but then it screws you up in the long run because in, as we'll get to like it gives you all these really bad mental things which is all I've had from the mental world <laughs> since 17th of March 2015 you know like and it's almost like I had all these problems now you've just given me more problems which amplify those problems the, it doesn't work the system whoever invented mental illness it doesn't work because <laughs> your boy God <laughs> like whoever, but you know everything has an evolutionary purpose I mean, would you do you wish it didn't happen or what? Yeah, because of the bad stuff. I guess we'll get to you now. Yeah, doesn't make it worth it. Yeah. But that itself was good. But also, it's just bad because I had to drop out of uni. Yeah, like I was in the middle of doing my thing, so I had to leave that. It fucked me up because like I've left in the middle of a t- two year, and you just you know you lose all those 
being involved at uni and all like a lot of mates you're just with just like drop out mm. and you have to wait a year to come you know it's just screws up what you're doing you know yeah in your life and in general obviously it's a good three and a half months but I've I'd rather not have you know I'd rather just you know but be, it's a lie be normal is yeah that I, I mean it was enjoy. there's no denying it was enjoyable and really fucking enjoyable experience when you think about it when you know when you yeah. those mornings when you wake up in hospital and it's just the best feeling <laughs> you know you wake up and you're like I'm so happy this is amazing really? life is yeah because you're you're being indulged your dreams are your, your dreams are your, your dreams are like all going to come true but so do you although you, you say you don't you wish it didn't happen is there things in you that you feel like were positives to come out of it do you feel like it's made you like a stronger person or you've learnt something about yourself or you've learnt um, something about life positives that you wouldn't have ever known otherwise or I mean you know we're here now because of it yeah you know well like now yeah as again we'll get to learning all those things about mental illness at least can talk about it and share it yeah. and like talk to other people about it and encourage people to talk about it and blah 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 why should people talk about it though everyone's saying all the time oh, talk about because it because I I didn't talk about any of these things but I it's didn't... a dangerous thing to talk about though isn't it it's Mental. not like yeah you, you know you don't just go up to someone on the street and say I thought I was Jesus for three and a half months yeah, what do you reckon mate because then they'll recoil won't they so there's definitely yeah, but you've got to break through that recoil. It's not a no, it depends what, thing to do. Okay, to no, I know, I know. But it depends it, what. You know? No, no. I, I mean, I mean, ask for help. I mean other things. You want people I mean, to like ask depression for help. and stuff. Yeah, I don't mean like the Jesus. So, I mean like say those things before which cause problems. I didn't talk to anyone about. I never had any like uh, bereavement counselling. Yeah, I never talked to anyone about the drugs. Like I didn't mention it to even. It's mad that this thing was going on for five months. It was. I didn't talk to anyone slightly about it because I was just. Because there's, you just can't talk to people about drug stuff. You had people to talk to. I didn't. But, well, or what? I guess I could have, but I. I That's the problem. Felt comfortable. That? That's the problem. Because as while we're saying to everyone, oh, talk about mental health stuff. Yeah. If no one's listening, mm. you know, you're just talking to yourself. But I could have potentially. Okay. The, you you're Wait, saying, what are like, you saying? What are you the saying? The mental health cuts. Yeah. Means there's less people for people to actually talk to about it. Yeah. So. Why are they saying to everyone talk about it if if they're not prepared to fund people listening for it? I don't know? think that's the government saying talk about it. That's it the people. It is. Time to change. <laughs> they're funded by the government. I guess they're trying to do something, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure their heart's in the right place, but I just feel it's a little bit irresponsible and um, aimless to just say, have a cup of tea and everything's fine. If you okay, talk yeah, about no, it, I get you a bit you know more. You know what I mean? I get you a bit more now, yeah. But I've, but, but it does help to talk to. And oh, I'm not saying it's not it's not good to talk about, but I feel like there needs to the be government more of a context a to paradox when it's okay to talk about Because if we just say to people, talk about, you know, whatever you've experienced, you know, like... Yeah, there's a time and a place for it, and your people are potentially put into a dangerous situation by talking about it. So mm-hmm. in that way, it can be a little bit irresponsible to tell people I, to like, I, well, talk about. They should just stuff. yeah. Well, they should open to like a family and friends, you know. Yeah, how they feeling? But feel you, you get what I mean, though. Like if I go up to someone in the street and I start talking about all these hallucinations I've had. Maybe we're thinking about different things because obviously, yeah, as you've seen from my experience, yeah. I should not have talked to people when I was manic because it would have got me beaten up. That's why it's not That's, always appropriate no, to, yeah, it's to not talk always about appropriate it. To talk. And if you tell people, you got to talk about well, it. Obviously. That's I, the thing, okay, isn't it? Talk about it, like, not when you're manic. Yeah. But do talk to doctors. But there's, there's but, I mean, when levels you're, to it, I'm trying it? to say, 
because we haven't got to it yet, maybe that's why we should probably edit that bit a bit yeah it's fine. <laughs> fine okay you should yeah when you like these other bad sides of dep- like mental illness which I'll get to like depression you should talk yeah. about them yeah because you need to talk about those things right that was but it can confusing. make people it's vulnerable you're when you there's a risk when you open yourself up you say I'm mm. struggling with this you're making yourself vulnerable aren't you yeah but that's yeah that is a and, degree that we've got to do that and if the people there's not people there to kind of help you or and there are people who are going to exploit your vulnerabilities yeah, but it's not, not always appropriate yeah, but that's like the worst case scenario I'm not saying don't speak out about it because I've done that that's what I do I do it all the time you know, yeah. I'm happy to do it yeah. but I don't think we should tell everyone to talk about everything because yeah. it's not fair on them basically yeah there's some things you, know? you can keep to yourself yeah especially like being Jesus because people will judge you you know yeah but you've got to break that's why we've got to break through yeah okay this has got to be measured so yeah. you know what I mean to a degree yeah I don't know if we necessarily totally agree on this well it's not it's not <laughs> you do agree that you can't go out and be like hey postman like check out my bible mate I agree with that yeah yeah because it can be dangerous I agree with that yeah because what if your postman hates bibles I agree with like, yeah, I agree with that, but I think in general the bad I mean the bad sides of mental illness you should everyone should speak out a bit more. Yeah, but there should definitely be a conversation about it. I find it somewhat unethical. Yeah. To tell people just talk about it yeah. when it's so vague. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah, okay, well I've to feel you now. It's got Maybe we should should have planned this segment a bit yeah, <laughs> understood not, what we were not, saying. It's fine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, basically if you think you're Jesus, don't like go up to people in the street and tell yeah. them they've got a, they're going to hell for a watch because you'll get in trouble but that's why you go to hospital so they can protect you from yeah. that which is why we have more beds to keep you there but when you get to right next segment if you Act get to seven. these bad bits of mental illness you should yeah. talk about these bits because then these aren't as trippy or mental mine weren't they're more uh, bad just yeah. like but you're not doing crazy shit you're just dark. feeling terrible and dark yeah. and those things yeah we should yeah talk about to the right people and people yeah. are comfortable with to feel better because you know those Scientologists that went around the corner exactly allegedly exactly so like <laughs> they hang around like mental hospital places they actually them. yeah they hang around like cafes mm. that are around the corner from mental hospitals that are around the corner from funeral homes that are around really? the corner from hospitals yeah well, that's bad because they prey on the vulnerable that's really bad yeah okay that's bad yeah that's what I mean okay. so if you start opening up to someone who's a Scientologist and they're like actually we got this pretty good thing you want to check it out yeah. it's called Scientology okay I feel you then they get indoctrinated yeah. into the well, that's really that's up. just one scenario they should get in trouble for that well maybe yeah. you know I'll see you ask your guy ask <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise yeah liable no allegedly allegedly <laughs> no he isn't alright anyway yeah alright should we do the next act yeah okay <laughs> okay so act so, 7 the next is it act 7 you sure something like that 6 or 7 act 12 alright there's another act Right, it's a big story, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. This is the bad side of mental illness, and this is post Jesus. Post Jesus and zero uh, AD. What? Zero AD. Zero AD. Exactly. Yeah. So I was at home, recovering, yeah. and so yeah, depression basically. Um, yeah, I was on medication. I was on medication this whole time. I mean, it chilled me out a bit, but like now I needed it every day to kind of. So I was on a mood stabilizer, and I was on a lanzapine. Yeah, and no, I was, no Valium, nothing. No, nah, not yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just bad. It gets a lot worse, depressingly. But yeah. So what was going through your head? Then? So what was it like? It's just so just. It's just bad, man. You Everything felt guilty, bad. or you hated yourself, or what? Nah, that came. You had regret. That came. This was just feeling bad about everything. Hopeless. Yeah, everything. 
I think that comes more. It's it's bad because it got, got a lot worse. So this bad, which would have been the main bad, seems less bad. But it was bad. So I just everything's sad. So like you walk past the you know like a school, and all the kids are playing yeah. at lunch, and it's just the most like sad sound. It's the most like horrible sound because because it's like for me it was because we lived by school and it was like all these kids happy playing got all their life ahead of them yeah and then and for me I guess it was like not happy like fuck my life up ruined everything they were like happy playing their games so everything's alright and it's just the saddest sound that's depression isn't it like everything's sad you know there wasn't one time I remember kept saying so this so what yeah I was at home for months Leading up to September, I was planning to possibly go back to university if I could. Um, so yeah. you did have a little bit of a hope. So, oh yeah, I planned to go back to university. Yeah. That was, was that keeping you going? Yeah. It was bad, but I wasn't like... It wasn't as bad as it gets. It wasn't suicidal yet. So it was just like... I'm, I still hope to do comedy again. I was like planning to do that when I felt better. But it was just... Yeah. I'd say to my sister, I kept being like... oh when am I going to be like Cheeky Chappy again? Like, when am I going to be myself, you know? Yeah. And it's just not feeling yourself, like, not feeling... I'd, I'd go out and meet friends and do stuff, but, you know, I've always just... I just wasn't really chatting much, just... After I got out of hospital, I tried to go straight back to university, and I was on mood stabiliser, antipsychotics, and I was yeah. just... I was doing a film course, and I was just empty inside. I had nothing to say. Yeah. I was depressed, yeah. I was, like, full of just black you yeah. know like everything around me was just coated in black yeah that's it I right? just thought yeah. there was nothing no point to anything and the one thing that I did like about myself that I thought I was good at which was being creative or coming up with ideas yeah. for films that was all just gone yeah and it sounds quite I don't similar. know I don't know whether that was because of the medication sort of numbing mm. me and making me sort of yeah there being a sort of big duvet between me and the world yeah or whether that was just a come down from think, being so yeah, probably, maniacal it's a mix in it yeah so well we'll never know but you know it's a mix i mean yeah for me it got worse though it's like in hindsight if i hadn't things got worse this would have been the worst but um so it's just bad but mate i've just got no memories from it it wasn't horrible because like it was horrible <laughs> it's just con- context isn't it um yeah it was just bad it was bad and i had this I had like have panic attacks. Yeah, fucking so shit. Like, is that when it starts? You, you first started to have panic. Attacks. Yeah. So, so over this period, I had. So, you, what it is is you go out and just completely, you can't like move. You're just completely overwhelmed and you can't do anything. And it's just such a horrible feeling. And you just like have to stand there and wait for it to go, or you go home. So that was bad happening as well. I also had this. The most frustrating thing was this thing with the dots. We're like seeing dots seeing dots and it was is that a thing have you heard of it yeah. oh, mate it was the most frustrating thing every day it happened for about an hour or two mm. and you can't do anything you have to lie down because it's so disorientating because I, I, oh, man, I don't want to think about it it's so shit oh, I'm thinking about it now everything you look at has got these dots and it, oh, it freaks me out thinking when about it when did they go now. away though yeah when I yeah again that will come man okay. <laughs> it's like with this order yeah so that was really bad basically and I couldn't go to Glastonbury I was planning yeah. to go to Glastonbury but because I kept mentally I was up for it but it was because I kept getting overwhelmed with these panic attacks and these dots that it just wouldn't be possible yeah you know and I was really now thinking I don't think I'm going to go back to uni um, so but gradually over these months September to sorry, sorry from March 2015 
to September 15. Gradually getting better. Gradually getting better. Till it got to the point in September where it did feel good. I felt better. And I got off meds, which got rid of the dots, which I learned was a side effect of elantapine. Um And I felt good for like, I got off the mood stabilizers and I was off elantapine. And because we thought that was causing the problems. And I felt good for about a week. I felt good. And unfortunately, that only lasted a week. Um, <laughs> depressingly. And I was like, right, going back to uni. It'll be good. And it just gets, like, so much worse. So, like, depression. Like, so I get back and just... Because of, like, as we said, like, situations with people at uni cause things. Brought it all back up. And... I don't know man just being there and also I drifted away from a lot of people because I haven't been to uni for about a year now and I was at home this whole time in London so it was pretty bad man those times yeah it was so now and I was off meds which in hindsight helped me as much as they helped hinder you they help you a bit hmm. take so, the edge off right? take the edge off yeah. yeah so it was total suicidal depression every day it yeah. was really bad man that was really bad I tried to kill myself how did that go? <laughs> Honestly, not very well. How did, did you buy me asking out what, what you did? Uh, what? I tried to, I took all my pills I had in the house and then um, my friend came into my house and was like, what are you doing? I was like, just killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, before that, I'd, I'd what tried, mate? Oh, yeah, I had all these like paintings all up the wall that I'd done in mentor hospital with like all this oh, weird yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, like all these skulls and weird demons and I had this like weird character version of Elvis. I don't even like Elvis much, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I'd, I'd ripped all of them off the walls and like yeah. thrown loads of stuff away and things. And then I just like uh, killing myself. So I took all my drugs and then just laid on the bed and waited. And then my friend came in and was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, I'm "Killing myself." He's like, "Well, you can't do that." I was like, I "Already have, mate." You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm late, mate. Too, too late. <laughs> Uh, and then he was like well I'm not going to let you do that I was like well I've already taken the pills mate yeah. so he was like well I'm going to call an ambulance I like, oh, don't fucking call an ambulance and then he called the ambulance and then the ambulance came and he was like yeah. I've got to take you to hospital I was like nah I'm not going to hospital and I left the house and uh, it was snowing at the time appropriate <laughs> and um, I, I lived right next door to this big park and I ran through the park trying to escape the paramedic who, who chased after me I thought I'd lost him so I was like I'll just go back to the house you know I want to, want to die somewhere where it's warm <laughs> <laughs> so I went back to the house they were waiting for me and they got me in the ambulance again oh. and uh, went to hospital they did some blood tests and a bit blurry after that the drugs had kind of knocked yeah. me out and I was just I remember being in this room and this guy talking to me, asking me all about, like, how many drugs did you take and all this stuff. And I kept drifting off to sleep halfway through when I was talking. But it transpired that I hadn't actually taken enough drugs to die, which I guess was good oh, in the end. But yeah. I was sectioned for one night. The next morning I woke up and I had, like, a conversation with, like, a doctor. And he was like, so how are you feeling? You know, do you still want to die? And so I did still want to die. But I said to him, you know, nah, you know, it's a cry for help because I didn't want to be in there. So he let me out. Yeah. And uh, I went home with my mum. It was like two days before Christmas. <laughs> and then, uh, he, my mum was like, oh, so you feeling better then or what? And I was like, nah, I still want to die. <laughs> and then, yeah, just went from there, really. It's dark world, yeah. man. So then that was... Are you, are you glad in hindsight it didn't work out? Oh, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you write a note? Nah, I didn't. Always thought I would, but I didn't. 
I've written notes since, like, because I have struggled with the dark side quite a lot since. Yeah. Found it quite cathartic to, yeah. to just get it out, yeah, 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 sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, but yeah. No, I feel. Yeah, right. no, I'm glad it didn't happen. No, I'm glad. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have this. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Same. It did was, you Did you get I that far? Try, I, I didn't. I didn't do that. But uh, it did was, you make plans or anything? No. I'd, well, yeah. it was every day. It was genuinely. I can feel it so vividly. It's a real desire to want to die, which is so weird because I really don't want to die now. Yeah. But I can't explain that I'm not, like, exaggerating. Do you know what I mean? Like, honestly, because in my head it was like, if I die, all these things which, like, are bothering me will all be over. And then it's so dark in my head, I was like, and then all my generations in the hundred years will all be dead and they'll, I'll be forgotten. And then hopefully after a thousand years, I'll completely be forgotten and I wasn't even a memory and all these things, the problems, they just never existed and we can all get on with ourselves. And it's that feeling every day of just, please, let's just, I want this... This is so horrific. This like the the things I'm feeling about. I want this to end because yeah, because I it's not to end the suffering, but it's because it's like just want to be erased. Just want it all to be erased from. Yeah. It wasn't to end the pain. It was more to um, so this is completely this all these problems in my head are over and I'm over because this is all like a fucking disaster. You just felt like what this is Your the life end. Wasn't worth yeah, anything. this is the end. What? This Luke Sanifer. This all these situations going on in my head about feelings about things needs to be over. It's just a tragedy. I'm done with this. Like, and it's really weird because I've always like been younger. Death's always really freaked me out. Well, yeah. And now, should. and now, I am like fucking hell. I don't want to die. Yeah. But in that moment, you know, I'm like I'm not exaggerating. I've really wanted to die, and eventually I got out. But I mean, in that moment you feel so, the main feeling is this is like this will last forever it's that hopeless feeling and it's like this 100% is going to last forever it's going to last for eternity mate so I need to get out of this and it's just you don't think it will ever end because when it's gone on for months every day day in day out you wake up and it's the feeling and everything you do it just it's relentless you know and it's mad to be out of that but you just think it's never going to end man mm. never going to end yeah I remember like that Van Gogh Geezer. <laughs> okay, I believe it's pronounced Van Gogh. <laughs> Van Gogh. Yeah. He had um also he had manic depression, which is bipolar, which is another thing we should talk no, about. I don't fucking know. Which though. is the same thing. They well, haven't even invented it by the time. That's true. <laughs> well he had he killed himself, didn't he? Yeah, well, you know, Kirk Cobain had it as well, apparently. He did, yeah. Stuff, this is the same was, thing, yeah. They just call it something else. Every, all you know, we know that those people had troubles. Yeah. Whether or not Yeah. Bipolar yeah, thing exactly. or whatever, you know. But I, I remember, like, I, I really hate, like, I hate making mental illness, like, when you make it too arty and try and make it up. Over but, a romanticism. Yeah, and, but yeah. I do think the quote that he said, which is quite arty, but it just sums it up. I'm not trying to be a poet, mate, but. I didn't write it, but I'm, I remember he said, like, the sadness will last forever, and that's, like, exactly what it's like. I remember in suicide, like, like, it's just that feeling of forever. Oh, he put down his suicide. He said his quote did by he kill him. Himself? Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, I didn't know. A quote by him is he killed himself, and the quote is he. His quote by him is this sadness will last forever, and that's just that feeling, man. This sadness will last forever. Is that romanticizing it? I don't know, but I don't think I, I call like most things pretentious, <laughs> but I think that's a bit. I don't know. It's a little bit. Should we end it here then? Well, that segment. <laughs> well, you know the whole thing. Do you want it? <laughs> end on a high. <laughs> Nah, because it does get kids. Okay. Which is the message. Do you want to end this? No, no. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> uh, okay, so what happened was, yes, yeah, so I got home 
So I did a whole term at uni feeling like that. Yeah. And feeling what pretty... What's that day-to-day? Like, did you feel, like, outcasted or... So bad. I only really, like, hung out with my flatmates. But yeah. I just... You know, I got on with... But, um, Were you talking to them about it or what? Yeah, they have, like, mental health problems as well. But, yeah. like, there's... But there's just nothing you can do in that situation. I don't know, man. And like, I got I got in for Christmas. Did a whole term thing like that. And can I say, that term, I have no memories like yeah. I have memories I have no anecdotes I mean and I love anecdotes but I have nothing because all I did was like eat pot noodles and fried chicken and like in the same <laughs> yeah I'd piss in like pot noodle cups <laughs> in my room yeah. I've not even had the willpower to go to my toilet actually that might just be me being that's lazy what, yeah that's what we need to hear more about that's like the the, the, the truth so I have like all these pot noodle pots with like just filled with piss and like bottles of piss just in do my it. room yeah do it in a bottle yeah I do bottles as well yeah um, you need a lid yeah but it was oh those times were did so you spill like, any of it or what sometimes would spill <laughs> <laughs> but you know I just like wouldn't even have the will to make food hey look I bet there's thousands tens of thousands of people probably men well yeah it probably had to be men doing that yeah right, yeah. there's there's people doing that all over the world right now because they're too depressed to go to the toilet yeah isn't it? you know that's it man but I just it just sums up that I didn't make one meal like all I ate was pot noodles and fried chicken from chicks which is that's horrible. not good for anyone is it but it's because you don't have the willpower to cook because it yeah. just takes time and you don't what's really the point, enjoy eh? you what's don't the, enjoy what's, the, what's point? the bloody point yeah. I want to bloody die yeah. I don't give a shit about some nice wrap or like just, lasagna I'll just give me give me gruel yeah. give me pot noodle and fried chicken and I'll piss that's, it into a cup because I want to fucking yourself. die yeah that's what it is um, fried yeah. chicken yourself to death exactly so those are pretty dark days I still went to like pub and that and I tried to do things alcohol's always been a friend but it's never been I do like to drink but it still didn't help like yeah. I would still feel the same yeah. but not better just take the edge off yeah, yeah. take yeah. Mate, no but not even that man. it really doesn't man. I mean I did I would some nights I'd drink a lot like I got quite into vodka but I mean adds a new edge yeah but I'd, honestly I'd always, I've always drunk a lot to be honest yeah. like, I don't think that was I don't think I have an alcohol problem. That's the culture we live in, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I got home for Christmas, still feeling these ways. It was nice to see my friends, but it was, you know... And I think... You know, I'm quite good at pretending, like, I'd go yeah. out and see my friends and we'd... It's easy to, though, isn't it? It's just easy. Like, no yeah. one knows. And mm. So, um, but obviously I wasn't that buzzed, but I was still, like, you know, I got by it. And it was a bit better being home. Um, and then... And remember, this is all off meds. Like, so it's, mm. there's nothing taking the edge off it. And we'll get to Mets because that's a big one. Oh, really? That's <laughs> another fucking chapter, boy. I've said a whole film. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, true. But, um, yeah, so what happens is I get back t- to uni. Yeah. And I have, you know, I get through... This is after Christmas. Yeah, so yeah. I've done all my... And I do all my work. I didn't do too well because I wasn't... Didn't give a shit. So just... I've done all my work, so I'm still in. Get back. Still off meds. Feeling a bit shit still. So what happened is, right, I get back. Yeah. And I have these things called intrusive thoughts one relatively soon when I get there. And what it is, it's like extreme paranoia. So it's like, I thought these thoughts I was going to wake up in hell. Mm. Very vivid. So I didn't sleep all night. I was, the way I describe intrusive thoughts, I don't want to talk about it too much because it scares me. I just don't want it to happen again. I talk about depression, but this scares me. It was like, I thought I was going to wake up in hell. And I remember I went rock climbing with my mates. I went to go rock climbing. And I thought it was like the sore place. The sore place? You know, like a sore where they torture people. Oh, right. I'm not going to talk about it too much because it does freak me out. And it was bad. I didn't sleep all night. My mum came down as well. And I, I called, like, mind. And I was like, oh, I'm going to wake up in hell. Fucking, I'm really fucked up, mate. And like, I'm fucking scared, man. And she was just like, 
have a little lie down. It was like that's so what I'm talking shit. about with the talking. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah, what I'm talking about. Some people are shit. We can't yeah. get to that. Yeah, it was so shit. And anyway, um, so but care worker, our care worker we have, she came with some doctors because because yeah. I hadn't slept tonight, which, told- is, which is worrying. Yeah, or something. So this is back in Brighton. You do this is back in Brighton. The early intervention people. Y- yeah, yeah. So oh yeah, oh yeah. We can get that. So I've been seeing the early intervention team. And they come round and they're like, "Look, mate, let's get you on some meds because that's <laughs> is, that, is that what they said." Basically, they were like, "Cause come on, mate, <laughs> that was a bit. That's a bit trippy. That kind of stuff, you know. Let's this and because it happened three nights in a row. Yeah, I didn't. It wasn't a not sleeping. It was really fucking horrible, man. I said to my my flatmates, were really good though. They're really helpful." They were really supportive and helped me. And I was like, can you lock the window so I don't escape in case I do anything mad? You got, got paranoid about myself. Like, what if I do something fucked up, man? Not, not the only thoughts, but I was just scared of... Just scared. Hmm. So they were really helpful. Anyway, the doctors came. <laughs> I've got that... I don't know if it's the right time. I got that funny letter about the meeting. And they were like, when Luke opened the door, he opened it in just his boxes. They wrote that that in the letter. It was a bit weird. Anyway. Why did you open it in just your boxes? I've just been sleeping, mate. But um, anyway, they said, let's get you on some meds. So I have a meeting with some doctor. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing Alantapine again, which is what I was on. So Alantapine is the antipsychotic medication I was on for that whole period at home, which had the bad side effects. The side effects of the hallucination dots was linked yeah. to Alantapine. It also makes you very tired, which is really annoying. Um, you just... didn't have the weight gain, though. I had the weight gain, yeah. So the lanzapine, I wasn't, it wasn't mad, but that's the good side effect. So it makes you put on weight. Well, weight is like one thing, but it gives you a good appetite, which was really good. I really enjoyed it. And it's like you've got the munchies, like you really like the food and it tastes really nice. Yeah. So that was the positives. But um, overall, that was bad. And then we tried to switch me to Kalanazepan or something. Kalanazepan. And that was bad as well. I had insomnia, I couldn't sleep. Or, I couldn't sleep or eat. I remember my mate Joe came down and we both got... I remember this day he came. To, he came to visit. I couldn't eat or sleep, and we go for like tattoos on our bum, and like just for something to do as a joke. T- I've what? got a tattoo on my Matching bum now. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He got a monkey. I got like a little jester, and he, he, you could like he asked him, mate. Like I couldn't. I remember I couldn't even eat a spat of sausage. I was so weak, and I got this tattoo as well. Just we were basically we we're going to go on the roller coaster, and then we were like, should we just get tattoos on our bums? And like, yeah, right. Yeah, it's a bit of a laugh. Yeah. This wasn't like a crazy thing to do. I wasn't crazy then. It was just we were just bored. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's perfectly normal. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you can ask him if you want, mate. If you guys. But yeah, like I was really couldn't eat, couldn't sleep because I was trying other medication. I'm trying clonazepam. So in the end, that's why I got off medication because I thought it would help, and it did help because I could sleep and eat relatively pot noodles, and it had left the dots, but. um I also had these flashing light things as well, like that. But um, they then took the, it didn't take the edge off it. Hmm. So fast forward to after that, and they're like, "We need to get you back on meds." And I'm like, "All right, we're gonna do it because I'm a bit. I, I don't want another night of these intrusive thoughts, you know. Like, but I'm skeptical of medication. But anyway, um, yes, yeah, so I'm like, "All right, let's do it," because I feel fucking suicidal anyway. Yeah. So like what's the worst that could sense. happen you know and these intrusive thoughts you try just, anything right you know what yeah. let's do it because and most of them worry about the intrusive thoughts it was really lucky those intrusive thoughts happened because after I so I got on quetiapin yeah which I'm still on now yeah how much 200 milligrams a day Shit. is that a lot or not much yeah it's not that much it's, not, on, it's not actually that I was on 600 yeah it can be more <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it might have been more then but on the minute I'm on 200 yeah. but um so, onquetiapin. So, actually, gradually, 
felt better. Yeah. Took a long time, but gradually, and in hindsight, I realised medication for all the bad things depends where you are in yeah, your situation yeah. and journey. You've got to be like real talking about this. Like wherever you are, it can really help. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, it's like but it's got bad side effects. So like, it can be abused or it can be. Used. You're making a film about this, so you know probably more than me. It's already done, mate. Well, you've got probably no yeah. about this, but it's I not, mean, it's not about like whether it works or all that stuff. The film knows. It's, yeah, just about the emotional impact of it. Oh, the emotional. It's, it's not about medication as chemical, but mm. medication as an idea. How You're quite that... a philosopher. I like it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> just as a concept of taking something to help yeah, you. Yeah, that's the, you know, like what? What is the idea of medication? Mm. How does that? How does just the idea of someone saying? you should take this because there's something wrong with you how does that I don't mind about that like you don't mind spiritually you don't mind people being like there's something wrong with you no because there was something wrong with me man is that yes for for me I don't want to I don't want to look at myself like there's something wrong with me okay yeah fair enough man but I mean for me definitely it's like wrong you know when I say wrong though but I I mean it wasn't right that you were you know when you talked about your thing where you were chatting to, in your head yeah well it's right for me like I don't regret it happening fair enough yeah like, fair, different, yeah, different although there was like loads of horrible stuff in there and like it caused a lot of problems and changed my life in, in a way I'd never be able to go back and do certain things I missed out on a lot it's also given me yeah, yeah. sort of perspective on life I never would have had before that's true and although I don't like calling it a psychosis just just having that word as an umbrella term yeah. it's helped me meet other people who've had it having that word is like having like a bat symbol in the sky for for me to have been able to meet people yeah. and talk about it yeah that's that's a really good analogy yeah bat symbol yeah did you just think of that or you done it yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good one you can use that again yeah. again that's true i mean that's definitely true it's definitely true because although if i say to someone off the street yeah I've had psychosis and they'll like mm. think I'm Norman Bates from Psycho yeah if I say it to someone who's had it or had a similar experience then there's an instant kind of connection yeah and I feel like I've got loads of stuff I can talk to them about yeah sort of brought me together with people more yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah I feel that I feel that it's in some cases it's good to have some kind of label so you yeah. know what the situation is yeah but um yeah yeah definitely man just a place to work from yeah you know? Definitely. But yeah, um Medication. Medication yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um yeah, so they were like take type in and so I was like, alright, let's do it. And uh <laughs> and um yeah, I felt I just start to feel better. I did have the side effects of tiredness, which Yeah, standard. Is it? And that's you got yeah. and uh, that's it man, you gotta you know, that's the thing. So gradually things started to get better. I'd now started to like probably like go out more because I'm starting to feel better yeah I got quite quite involved in the like the, the comedy society which I kind of did with a mate there called Sam got quite involved in that 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 was that so was good because comedy is my like, main passion so it was really good to get back into comedy and I kind of became myself again you yeah. know and um, that was good I'm just it, are you are you are you the same person that you were before all this or are you a better version what now what? oh wait we can get to that mate but at that time <laughs> so many like <laughs> I can't got to do it in my head at the right moment because when people say to me like oh, recovery and all this stuff I, f- I, I love the idea that I can get 
better yeah. or I can recover. Yeah. That sort of basic idea. I, I, I can get on board with that. But what I can't get on board with is the idea that I can go back to where I was and mm. resume where I was as if all of that hadn't happened. You know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. We're all, yeah, you're a different person. Like, but is that is that what do you so did that, you feel like you were point, carrying on from where you left no, off? No, no, no. It still wasn't very good though. Like, yeah. So this was a lot better because I no longer really felt definitely didn't feel suicidal. I wouldn't say I officially felt depressed, but it still I still wasn't quite there. This is a very gradual process feeling yeah. better. So this was all gradual, but I definitely felt be- better. And were you getting some help from the mental people or what? Yeah, so I, I still saw them, but the main you know the main feelings is these feelings the, the self loathing stuff. Yeah. Had that. It's like my middle name. Yeah, and I didn't have that that whole. Um, but that's what you got. If you want to be like a comedian, then that's yeah. that's like standard comedian stuff. Oh mate, I wouldn't. They're work. all doing it. Nah, but I give quite like a rock and roll confident act. You know, I can't be having the self loathing. No. Would you hear Liam Gallagher say he doesn't like himself? Yeah, but he's not a stand up though. Yeah, but I try and channel his energy in some form. You got your degree coming then, mate. I'm graduating in a month. Yeah. yeah. So you got yeah. Good for you. Good for me. Yeah, you got a degree. Yeah, yeah man. It's a long thing. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I was feeling better. Gradual process. I got home for summer. Still not... Still better. Yeah. Went to Glastonbury. Yeah. Still not quite there, though. You know, you're still feeling quite down about yourself. And it probably took to that next September to finally be like, yeah, I feel better. It's time. Yeah, it's just yeah. time, isn't it? And it's like very gradual. Yeah. Oh, come to the end but of the story, really. I guess you put a lot of pressure on yourself. I know I did to, to be where you want to be right then yeah. and there. Whereas in reality, it takes yeah. time to build things back up again. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, is that... It's all, and a lot of it's just, just growing up. It takes up so well, much time. It? Like, the main thing about this is time. I remember, so that first, when I got out of hospital from March to September, I kept seeing my doctor and he was mm. like, it takes time, man. And I was like, this is taking ages, mate. And when I got to that September and I remember I swore I'm happy, I was like, that took fucking ages, man. And he was like, it just takes time. And then obviously yeah. it went bad again, but even that took time and then that took time. It's like a really long process. And it's not like it takes like a month time. It takes years time. So like if you're feeling bad in that horrible way and it's been years, just like keep going because it takes time and you'll get out of it. And now I don't feel anything bad really, yeah. which is mad. But it takes so long. So I think patience... But it's so hard to. You just got to keep going. Keeping hopeful. You just got to keep going, man. Because and you've got to like, you've got to you've got to try and push yourself to like go out and do stuff. Because if I hadn't like, I don't know, man. Need something. If I met met new people to connect with and stuff. Yeah. Just be sit. You know, you've got to like push yourself. Even though when you go out and you socialize, it's not that I was socially anxious. It's just it gave me nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like you're chatting to people. And it just gave me nothing. I was like, what's the point? What's like, that word? Anhedonia. What is that? Where you can't feel joy. Yeah, it's yeah. just that, yeah. So I'd encourage people to, like, just go out. Even though... Where? They, Anywhere no, in particular? Yeah, well, just like, stay outside the house? Like, so you're invited to, like, a party or a night out and you're, like... What if they're not invited to parties? Okay. Not everyone's as cool as you. Okay, well, what about, like, if you're... Um, Throw a party? Well, no, say, like, a society. That was a really yeah. good way for me to, like meet new people yeah. and I met like made proper mates from it and it really helped me yeah. so if you're at university like societies like, and then you meet people around communal interests yeah. so like this was a comedy society obviously I love comedy and I met people who love comedy as well and then it oh, I forgot to say I went to Edinburgh Festival as well yeah. oh, did you did a show yeah. did, a, did, a, did a sketch and improv show when was that it was in like the August 
What's that, 2016? 2016, yeah. I like that. Wait, 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 yeah. Encourage people to, yeah, go out to like a society. Okay, so what what are we it's in? We're in really Act cool. 10 now. We're wrapping this up. Are we? Is this, is, this is what's going on? I don't on? know. Uh, so we're... We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, on. okay. Wait, <laughs> wait. I'm just trying to work it out. Hang on. So we're in, this is... I guess it's some... We're coming up to... are we in? We're coming up to... I'll just bring you up to where I am now. Three hours. I'll bring you up to where I'm fucking up. <laughs> three hours. So where I am now. So anyway, I'd encourage people to go out. Say yeah. a society, just go for it, like, maybe like... A society? A society you have an interest in. Well, how else what can about, you meet people? What's wrong with, like, society? Society? You, I, when you say society, you mean, like, some gangs about, I don't, that have oh, special interests? I mean interests. university societies where, like, there's... You don't like, mean, like, crubs. choose a society, <laughs> like, go over no. here. Okay, I just mean in general, because, I mean, right, just, just, just go out there, even though, like you think you're going to go yeah. to this event take some risks that's what you're saying isn't it take some because well just yeah exactly and even if it's like a situation where it is maybe like a gathering or like a birthday drinks or yeah. something has come up maybe you don't go to many but say something comes up even though you know you're not going to enjoy it do it and then <laughs> no no because you probably won't but like you might, bit, yeah. but you might a bit but you might a bit and then and then you might meet those people day. again and then you'll be like oh now I enjoy it so like the only way you'll get out of it is by forcing yourself to go out even though I know you know you won't enjoy it but like just try it man because it will lead to something go go yeah. go, go, go get them strut you know strut your foot on yeah. your glad rags get out there it doesn't have to be like a night out anything any kind of meeting just try and find a way a club blah 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 what about if it's like Ku Klux Klan or something at least you're getting out of the house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, and then from yeah, went back to uni and was apprehensive. Yeah, but it's actually got on really well with my flatmates and met um, just going out quite a bit, and having fun with people and meeting more people and been all right. It's been yeah. it's been I'm all right. I'm yeah. all right. Yeah. So now no drugs. What? No, I haven't done any drugs in like almost three years. Now. Yeah. So basically now I'm actually all right. Apart from you know you have things. I mean. I, yeah. Side effects from guitar being a bit tired. Well, you're still human, aren't you? So. Still human, but still also, like, I mean, when I go to bed, it's not very nice. I can't explain no. it. I don't have good thoughts, but it's not crazy bad. Yeah. But that's just what it is. But in general, everything's all right, to be honest. Yeah. So uh, Just all right? Yeah. No, I think it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Like, I did um, stand-up comedy, like, a few weeks ago, and it went really well. So I'm going to yeah. do it again. It's pretty... Yeah. And, like, it's the first time I felt proper, like, cocaine-type happy, like... <laughs> But without the cocaine, <laughs> just love cocaine. <laughs> but um, no, that was good. Like, I felt genuine joy, and I'm doing. But it was only in front of like five people. But it did go good. But I'm doing it again next week on a proper night. So if that goes good, it'll be a really good feeling. If it doesn't go good, where where do you do it? There's a night at uni that um, oh, yeah. stand. I know quite a lot of people do it. So if that doesn't go well, though, it could be like a downward spiral. No, I'm joking. But it, no, it, it, no, but that doesn't go well. I'm killing myself. <laughs> this might be the last you hear from me. Yeah. <laughs> But, this, um, is, this is Luke's three hour podcast before he died so it will uh, it'll probably be this right. is your suicide note it'll, it'll be fine it'll be fine because it's familiar people and it'll be fine okay. anyway we're detracting from this big well, but anyway we're, gen- all, we're all here for you <laughs> anyway so that's the story and uh, yeah as I am now I'm alright and I'm basically that's good just wanting to st- even though I, so I'm on typing still and even though it gets me I'm tired from it which is really annoying like I, I get up late like I get up at like 12 yeah. or 10 if I can it's hard to get up early but I work later um, I'm happy to stick on it and stay stable um, and I just don't want to do it again so I'm just trying to stay well do you know what I mean like this has been when so this started in around you know the end of 2014 
We're now. Where are we now? 2017. Fuck, it's almost been three years now. Yeah. So I don't want another three years wasted. Like, not wasted, but spent. You know, I'm happy to stay on the straight and narrow, you know, like, of just keeping well. And I think I, I have because there's been no blips. Yeah. Apart from those intrusive thoughts. I do sometimes dream of being Jesus again. You know, yeah. I'd love to do it. And I have hand movements sometimes encourage me. They're like, yeah, mate, you could do it. But it's never been. What are the hand movements? Look I like? still have hand movements of. Um, what? Thumbs up. Yeah, just just yeah. like thumbs up. Go you. But it's just me. It's like Luke. Is that right? But like, yeah. But I don't know. It's not I'm, like sticking your middle finger up. Exactly. No, in general, like, I haven't had any blips at all. Like, or been back to any hospital. Um, is that something you worry about? Nah, what? you know what? It's not. Uh, no, I think I'll That's be good. right. Unless like something really bad happens, it stresses me out. But yeah, I don't really worry about it. Either. I don't worry about it. But people around you probably do. Right? I know they do with me. Yeah. Yeah. But um. But that's why we're talk- yeah early intervention teams really good yeah they're one of the best in the country early intervention teams really yeah, yeah. like yeah so our, our care work is care work yeah. I call it my care worker is it care coordinator I mean I, there's loads of names that they call them, I think so. she she's brilliant yeah. she's amazing and she's been like so helpful to have someone to chat to like I've I've done um done like counselling psychology doctors um but she's like the only I think she's only definitely been the best because she really talks to you and she gives herself to you. You know, she like tells you about herself. Genuine. Yeah, she's a very yeah. genuine person. Not Ahmed. Not Ahmed. <laughs> but you had her as well, so you yeah. know. She's very good, isn't she? Lovely. Yeah. Person. Lovely, lovely person. Yeah. Really nice person. Helped me a lot. She's really helpful. It's just, it's just nice, man. It's just, especially because I had her through that whole period from coming back to uni to now, I still have her. And it's just good to talk to someone about yeah. how you're feeling so I'd be like yeah I feel like I want to fucking die you know and all these yeah. bad things and it's just and good to have someone there you know yeah but to listen yeah yeah but it's not just listen it's give it back because you know as I said I had that counsellor yeah it was really like I had that counsellor I went in and I was like where are you from mate he was like sorry and I was like oh sweet he was like alright but that's all I'm telling you about me and I was like alright mate and he's like we've got to keep it like this you do the talking I listen <laughs> and he just like he just like listened and I just spoke but I almost felt like I was being interrogated or yeah. and he gave me nothing so it felt really weird and it wasn't it wasn't helpful in any way. Whereas Katie is helpful. Yeah. Oh, fuck I said another one. <laughs> it's alright. We can blip that out. Do you want to blip you that? That could be quite funny. <laughs> you can't blip that out. Can you not believe it? Well we can just take this whole bit out anyway. Does it matter that we so say our name? You can just say whereas my Yeah. But this is like is it not good to say Katie to give her a bit of cred? Shout out! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but why are we why are we hiding it? Well, they get in trouble, don't they? Why? Because they got all sorts of weird confidentiality shit. Uh, okay, yeah. You're just uh, you know, okay, you the mental bleep, health system. Bleep out like, my name. Let's pretend we don't live in a society where people talk to each other and they have names. I guess so. I'll keep it. Yeah, you know, under a carpet. Yeah, where these things are supposed to stay. I see. But everyone talk about it. No, but let's keep all this stuff under a carpet. But talk about it. <laughs> but let's keep this stuff locked away and no one actually talk about it but you yeah. should talk about it yeah it's that. for every Ahmed there's a Katie yeah oh you're doing it <laughs> oh, yes. you're committed no, you can bleep it out bleep it out it'd be funny you can't bleep out people's names yeah you can no it's wrong then it sounds like you're swearing like the person's <laughs> name is a swear word oh yeah okay we'll stop saying a name well that's uh, should we end it like how yeah so how, how we we've got, so, got here I suppose yeah. so do we do do we talk about that so you so what you said to the care coordinator you have what 
what wanting to speak about stuff yeah you said so what? what was it yeah well i was just talking to katie as it was like, we, we meet we meet up in cafes it's quite yeah. nice and um i know she was telling me about all these things and stuff and i, I just thought um i've seen some things about people talking about that speak out things you, you're a bit skeptical <laughs> of but i mean in general i mean i've seen a few and i think it's really like enlightening to hear people talk and a lot of people are quite scared to talk but also there is stigma yeah. definitely oh yeah and but it's probably some of it can be quite innocent as in maybe people might I mean there's probably people I know my age maybe I get on with it and still got like some stigmas about me yeah and other people yeah so why you know listen to this and you can understand in detail what it was yeah. and maybe I made certain choices that got me here <laughs> but like I was just following Feeling. God's word. <laughs> no, but I just following the feeling. So I mean, just you know, if you've got yeah, any, just a guy, but also you know. people really don't know. Like I don't, I don't fuck. Sorry, okay. I swore a lot. Said it I knew like I knew like fucking nothing about it. I mean, I knew people had mental illnesses, but also I don't know a lot about other illnesses like schizophrenia. I don't know that it overlaps a bit. No one knows anything about that anyway. But I'm yeah, I'm just saying, Matt. Like I really didn't know anything about what it's like or what it is. And now I do. So but why not so share like, and help yeah, people yeah, yeah. understand as yeah. well? Because maybe other people haven't mentioned it or had a best experience. So. You found a way out. Other people can find a way out. I think the main thing I said to Katie was, yeah, I want to give a message of maybe to help anyone who's in a similar situation. And what did she say? She said, let's do it. I know the man. No, she said, that's great. And she was like, I think you should meet John. He makes films about mental illness and stuff. I think yeah. you get on, do something. But um, yeah, so everyone should be more honest and less stigma and just yeah. open don't, don't be so hard on themselves yeah. but you should also talk not when you're like manic maybe <laughs> about being used but you should talk because I never and you know I never really talked to my friends or family when I was feeling suicidal I never mentioned it yeah. because and how, uh, but how, how can, can you, you? Yeah, like, that's what I mean you know like, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but how can you I just like with my mates it's like what, what good would come out of it yeah. I know it would maybe be nice for them it's to a know. big risk for someone to take to open <gasps> but I just you know that. what it is but it's also like pretending you feel alright trying to feel alright because it's almost like you have to play the part that drug like the drug thing I just pretended it was like almost like pretended this wasn't happening this yeah. whole time and um yeah but you know what which is quite fucked up that drug experience what happened for five five months which like bender was that? It wasn't a blow. There's no, like, again, the, like this drug experience of being off drugs, yeah, which wasn't drug addiction, something else, obsession, was much worse than the suicidal stuff. I don't honestly, yeah, there's nothing worse than that. And that people don't understand that when I say that, I mean it. And it's there's nothing worse than it. It's in my experience the worst suffering, and and I don't know what it was. So you're anti drugs? No, nah, I mean <laughs> with it like. Just, no, I mean, you're, like, you're a soldier in the war on drugs now. I'm not a soldier in the war on drugs, but you know, be like you know whatever man just take it easy but that experience is still there's nothing in my experience that's worse than that and yeah. it's so bad man I can't it's being dead but it's yeah. so bad and I still don't know what it was no one knows what it was they just say it's um, mental and behavioural disorders caused by use of multiple drug and psychoactive substances funny we could have just said that and that's the, the podcast that's <laughs> it yeah <laughs> Yeah. Case closed. <laughs> they got it. That's it. Sorted. I don't know, but anyway, that was that was really bad. And I, but I think with drugs, it's really hard to talk because it's hard to talk about drugs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no one's going around saying let's talk about drugs, are they? I think that's because that probably caused a lot of this. If I just been able to, because 
I would never been able to like tell my, I would never be able to go up to my mum and be like, mum, like, I'm doing drugs. Of drugs. Do you know what I mean? Or even my sisters or like, yeah. I mean, I've done. Because there's a big stigma that, about doing drugs, isn't there? There is, yeah. Even though everyone, even though everyone does, yeah. but we don't really talk about it's it. It's alright to go around saying, yeah, I went out, had like 12 beers last night. Yeah. You know, it's like a really dangerous drug that you can yeah. drink yourself to death on. You know? Exactly. But it's perfectly it was acceptable. Really, yeah, it was fucking hot time, man. But um, yeah, anyway, so. What can I say? You know, like it's drugs, though, isn't it? Like, for, it seems like easy on a drug. It seems like a lot of people, like most people, can just do drugs and have a be alright. But for me, it was like I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I don't know. I mean, it depends what I mean. I don't know. I don't know what to say about drug stuff. I just think that you don't want to be preachy. Is that it, or what? I don't know. I just think everyone's different, and for some people, it's alright. But some people do have a problem. Like it becomes a problem, and then there should be more things to help people and yeah. talk to because I uh, like like maybe if they took all the money they spend on oh, crim- criminal stuff I was going to talk to Frank because I called talk to Frank <laughs> once yeah, so this was bad. actually before this happened it was basically it was at uni on my first year this this it's relevant though yeah and um, I basically I had like quite been drinking a lot of cough medicine and I heard if you mix cough medicine with like um, <laughs> class A's it can be quite dodgy yeah. so I called talk to Frank and I was like can I speak to Frank can please? I speak to Frank please and I was like and I thought it would be like just some guy who's done all the drugs who's like yeah no, I just nah you have a chill one mate just this like Scottish woman in a call centre yeah. and she was like um, what do you think like why do you think I can't do Scottish what do you think can I, I can't, I can't do it <laughs> just do it um, that, was, that was good alright mate like she's just like what's going on mate and um, I was like yeah basically so um, sounds like a robot I was like, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of cough medicine. I want to get on it tonight, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all right? Because I have been drinking like bottles of cough medicine a day. Oh. It's been bad. And she didn't... And in hindsight, this is someone maybe who's thinking a bit too much about drugs or like... This is you or her? Yeah, me. So yeah. She might, maybe some flags might have been caught that I'm talking to Frank. It might have been some kind of yeah. cry for like... Because in my head, I wanted to get out of drugs at that point. And it could have been a way out of and it was kind of like I don't want to do drugs maybe like cough medicine's an excuse that's what it was yeah. I called her and she's just like no you probably shouldn't do the drugs I was like oh right really she's like yes it's like ah oh, really yeah you sure it's like yes just don't do the drugs like, that was it like, that's Irish now you know like this could maybe have all been avoided maybe if that one woman yeah. was like Luke what was her name don't know Frank yeah. <laughs> if she was just like Luke you need to call this number see these people if you're if you're Drugs become a bit of like a obsessional problem, but now nah, nothing. Frank was useless, so um, Frank was pointless. Maybe like it just depresses me though, like how bad it was. Because like it's another if... another example, yeah. isn't it? They say talk to Frank. You did. What did they do? Just told me not to do drugs. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> cheers, Thanks, mate. Yeah, Could have done Frank. that myself. Could have yeah. done myself. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I've had ten years at school. With people telling me not to do drugs. Yeah. Look how that worked out. I could have told myself not to do the drugs. That doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. How do we wrap this up? Yeah, how do we wrap this up? Um, So that's my journey. And I hope that's the end of the journey. Really? Like, no, no, no. I mean, I hope the the mental journey is relatively over there. I don't really want any major breakdowns again. Like, please. Yeah. I know it sometimes happens again. And I know it could happen again. Yeah, but you know you're young, aren't you? But I am young, and also it has looked really good because it's been like um, it's been a while now, man. It's been almost two years, yeah. and it's been no blips. 
So I'm positive. Do you feel like if it, if you did start to slip again, you know what to do? But now I do what? know because I get worried when I feel happy now <laughs> in a really? bad way. But I yeah. say after the stand up, yeah, yeah, I was a bit like, oh, fuck, yeah. what if I flipped? And yeah. it wasn't a good feeling. So I am now. That's Cautious. the point of early intervention is to stop it before it becomes a problem. Yeah. And I did have weeks. Well, I had... actually, they kind of let it become a problem and then they're like, oh, we should do something. You know? yeah. So it should be called like the late intervention Maybe. service. But, but I mean, in the context of a mental health system, it is. I mean, that's what happened. They yeah. came late, but it's to prevent for. Yeah. Because I had weeks of being hyper. Everything. That's true. I had yeah. weeks of hyper racing thoughts and before being Jesus. So mm. the warning signs are well there in advance if something happens, and I know it. And um, so I'm very hopeful for the future, and I hope um, that that from now on my life is filled with rainbows averageness. and flowers. Or- like at least averageness I just don't want any more bad stuff and you I, just I, want to be average no I want to be happy man yeah. but, um, and I think it can be because I, and I, you know this really can be like a blip you want to be at peace is that it yeah but I, I feel alright man and I'm, yeah. and I'm out so anyone listening who's not out you'll get out yeah don't die because like now I really don't, don't want to die because don't, don't like, I'm thinking about it and I, like, I really don't want to die now like, yeah. and it's really 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 weird to think that seeing as I thought I'd never get out yeah anyway so it takes a long time go out there get your glad rags on but also also like the mental health services did like meetings where you can meet with people so that's another yeah. way of meeting people they didn't do that when I was around did they not no <laughs> oh man we went for it's quite we went for walks we did, we did like snooker and it was nice oh, to meet well, maybe I was like nah I don't want to do that because it sounds lame yeah <laughs> it was quite lame <laughs> nah it was like it was good so anyway I guess that's it mate that was long wasn't it well let's wrap this up Let's wrap it up. Okay. Mate, Good imagine stuff. if someone listens to this. I'm just thinking. Yeah, just one who person. would listen to yeah. this at three hours and all the way through? Yeah. yeah, if you've... Um... No, it's been really interesting. <coughs> I know, you know, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. So I'm sure other people will... Thanks, man. Be interested by it. Yeah. yeah. It's good, good for you for I coming and talking about it. Yeah, man. It's what, if people took the time to listen to people talking about it a bit more, then only good will come of that you know yeah. you're you're here right now you're talking yeah, like a, yeah. a person i'm back to, i'm like, pretty much back to normal man yeah yeah you're not crazy no i'm not crazy yeah and, so, I, and i hope to stay on the straight now forever yeah yeah anyway but as i said just to wrap up like <laughs> i just i never thought this would happen it's like it's like you know the opposite of a dream come true you know like yeah. maybe like you're what, like, you'll escape you never thought you'd escape no i never thought i just never thought i'd be a proper mental do you know what I mean like I like if you t- said to me like that's where they're going wrong though isn't it because they're yeah. saying it's just these people who are mental whereas these other people are I don't right, know but you know. you know if you told me in two, if you told me like 2013 or something you've been like Luke you're going to be plunged like well into you're going to become you're going to think you're Jesus mate I'll be like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> you know and then you're going to like you're going to be well in that mental health mental illness world I call it for a long time yeah and you're going to be a well part of that world and I am now I'd be like, nah, man. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like you wouldn't expect it would happen to you. Why not? Because I've never had any problems with mental illness in the past. Yeah, but it doesn't just. So it doesn't doesn't it doesn't things happen. Really... People live some, lives. Some people have like people's lives. Yeah, some people that. have their lives. That's why it happens. Some people have stuff throughout their life of things happening like this. But this was. Yeah, yeah you went through a lot of hard stuff. You know, yeah. it's only natural that you're going to feel yeah. something from it, aren't you? Is there any positives to take from this? Like maybe the last thing. I don't know. The, the fact that I'm, I guess, a bit tougher. Yeah, you feel like you're tougher. Not a bit tougher, but like a bit grittier, definitely. Like yeah. 
you know what I mean you've you've been to the edge been to the edge and, and you back. got back yeah yeah like things I don't know man things like really so next time someone me as calls like um, well not like tough I couldn't really like be not got fighting. a fighter guy yeah, but like mental fight yeah like yeah. which I is feel gritty, probably harder definitely it's much harder to tame the brain as a muscle than it is to tame mm. like a bicep or something isn't yeah. it yeah I feel grittier like Einstein didn't have any muscles did he no exactly but they studied his brain hard they got exactly. that shit in a jar <laughs> sent it around the world exactly mate did they actually they've got it yeah <laughs> it's pickled oh really and they're like what's going on here how oh, did he come up with all this stuff that's mad yeah we but should so use like, that we should put it in like the robots man. next time someone's like oh, that's crazy yeah they see like maybe like an ant carrying a really big leaf and they're like whoa that's crazy you're gonna be like that's not crazy <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a story I'll tell you a story boy yeah it's a good um, anecdote at the end just, of the day just a little three and a half hour anecdote <laughs> I've never gone into detail like this about the whole thing, yeah. so it's good to do. No, anyway, I'll spoil. I guess spoil. that's it. Is it anything else to wrap up on? Anything um, we talk about? Mention? Okay. Well, let's. Yeah. So that's it. Um, that's it. Yeah. Cheers for listening. If you've listened, I think we've already said thanks for listening. But say it again. Imagine if you've listened to all of. If you listen to yeah. all of this, you like. Let me know because that's mad. Why How did you do this? Let you know. How are they supposed to let you message know? me on Facebook, mate? But they don't know who you are. But yeah, if you listen to all of this, yeah. Why? But also thanks. <laughs> Have you got a sign-off phrase? Sign-off phrase. Yeah. Like, uh, over and out. Or... Not really. Chow could do. Chow. Um, thanks for listening, guys. And you hang in there, boy or girl. <laughs> Maybe that's not nah, the best sign-off. Do don't do there. it, man. Or woman, or neither. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. Great stuff. And tell your friends, right? Tell your friends about this, because yeah, sure they fun. need three hours of stuff to listen to, too. Can't believe... When did we start? <laughs> right, that's it. All right. Chow. All right. <laughs> Oh wait, are we saying bye? Wait, bye. And that's where we leave Luke's story. Big thanks to him for sharing his experiences so candidly. If you've got any comments, feel free to tweet us, Instagram us, send a good old-fashioned email, carry a pigeon, coconut phone. You can find all that information on coffeeandpsychosis.com. We do accept abusive comments, but only through leaving a review on iTunes. Just give the podcast a rating of five stars. And then feel free to write any amount of vitriol you might like. It's all appreciated. Thanks. Coffee and Psychosis will be back next week for another wild adventure. See you there. This has nothing to do with coffee.